What is going on, America? Good evening. Welcome to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, the Cajun Libertarian. Tonight, we'll be talking with uh, Mr. Stephen Broussard, who is a police officer in Texas, about exposing corruption over there. Next, on the Cajun Libertarian Live. Welcome back to the Cajun Libertarian Live. I am your host, Cajun Libertarian. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Float, TikTok, everywhere. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, basically wherever you can get your podcast. So let's go ahead and get started with Mr. Steven on police in Texas. How are you, Mr. Steven? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing well. You can hear me okay? Yeah. Uh, you're a little staticky, but uh, I can make out what you're saying. Very good. Very good. How are you tonight? I'm doing fine. Yep. Everything going well okay. with you? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Good. So um, let me ask you, when you when you reached out to me, what was what is the goal that you want to see accomplished tonight by coming on here? Well, I wanted to expose what's happening with law enforcement. Uh, I got into the Libertarian Party. I ran for sheriff a year ago in Jefferson County, Texas. Uh, and what brought me to the Libertarian Party is is our overreach of government. Uh, there's so much wasteful spending going on. I began to uh, find that out uh, when I was assigned to the courthouse in Jefferson County. I began, uh, began reporting corruption, and it just went ignored. Uh, right, right, right. So b- before we get into all that, though, let yep. me ask you, like, what, what is your what is it exactly that you want out of this uh, platform? Well, okay, well, I'd like to bring awareness to the general public uh, of what's happening with government in this country. Uh, uh, people say they back the blue, but... Uh, you know, I have my doubts on that. Uh, and there's a lot of controversy in the Libertarian Party about police officers. So I'm hoping to bring awareness to that. Not all police officers are against citizens. There's a lot of us there that want to help. Right, right. And I, and look, I'm somebody who is not a cab, even though I do have a pretty rough relationship with the police in the past. So putting all that aside, I, I try to address each individual person as, as themselves, you know, and so I, I give respect to you no matter who. And then um, it's up to you to validate whether or not you had deserved said respect and want more in the, in the future. So putting all that aside, you wanted to spread awareness by coming on here and then uh, talking about a little bit of the corruption that you were dealing with in Texas. And you're still a police officer in Texas. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, yeah. What department is that? Uh, Tiki Allen Police Department. That's right. I remember that now because that was such a cool name. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so uh, after all that had gone down, what 
how was it that Tiki decided to go ahead and hire you? Well, uh, with all the accusations that were made against me, uh, they did their background and found out none of it was true. And uh, so they gave me a chance to come to work for their department. Uh, and so I've been here, I uh, started my fifth year here. I actually retired from Jefferson County, but I uh, was forced into retirement. Right, right. And I'm, I see that in the messages. And that was one of the reasons I asked you, like, what what was it that you wanted to accomplish here today was because it's been five years since all this happened. And there was a lot that happened, like, right on both ends in regards to, to court matters. Why don't you talk to us and kind of walk us through the, the first couple of minutes of what you think is super relevant of how this all started? Well, I believe that's the reason most police officers uh, – hold their voice is because uh, with this at-will employment in Texas, uh, if an agency doesn't want you there, they can almost make up anything they want uh, and terminate an officer for it. And there's not a lot of protection to fall back on. Uh, so most of them uh, just keep a quiet voice on it. I'd right. refuse to do it. Uh, and that was due mostly to the uh, blatant uh, disrespect to citizens uh, and the way the general public is treated uh, by law enforcement agencies. So do you think that overall the general public uh, has a disdain and disrespect for law enforcement, or do you think that there's a really still strong, you know, supportive uh, network of, of y'all? Well, it seems to be about 50, 50. If, uh, as you said earlier, if those who don't, have a run-in with the law enforcement agencies uh, seem to side with them, but uh, the minute someone has uh, confrontation with them, uh, there's, you know, an ongoing problem and they don't, they lose respect for the department. Why, uh, why, why do you, let me stop you there. Why do you think that, from personal anecdotal exp experience, why do you think that is? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you from my perspective why that is. Okay. Is because once you have that encounter with officers, and now, mind you, I'm 38. Uh, what I'm referencing is <laughs> going on 15 years now, or 15, 15, 16, 17 years, right? So I was much younger, much more arrogant. And I get that. I get it. I understand it. But once you're behind those doors, after you've had said confrontation, there is zero accountability. Like literally, the they, they beat me to, they, oh yeah, they beat me to almost to the point I had to go to the hospital just because I cursed at them. And I yeah, see I, this I've, time and time again. I've seen that. And that's what I spoke out against. Uh, so uh, right, was, why don't you tell us about that? Well, uh, I began to see that, especially, uh, amongst, um, narcotic units, uh, and SWAT teams. And uh, so I began to speak out about that. And that's just, uh, you know, that's breaking the rule. They didn't right. like that. Uh, right. So, uh, so that uh, there needed to be change in those areas. And these old school departments don't don't want to hear that. No, and, and I, I've seen that uh, several times throughout the U.S. So, um you're talking about how you you had found evidence and you brought evidence against people. So let me ask you about uh, this is your case here, Stephen Hartman versus Stephen Broussard. 
where you were serving doc, he was serving documents and you wound up arresting him. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. All right. Did you place him in a holding cell without informing him of his charges? Uh, no, he was told when he had tried to approach a uh, judge sitting on the bench that uh, he couldn't perform that duty and that if he refused to leave the courtroom, he would be arrested. He refused to leave so uh, that uh, and told me, well, do what you have to do. So I informed him he was under arrest. And then I, uh, the, the charges are in the probable cause. So when he gets to the jail, he's going to be informed of what he's charged with because that's where he's going to make bond at. Uh, so I, I don't know what they were getting at on at that minute. He wasn't told uh, uh, what he was being arrested for. He was told he was under arrest for refusing uh, to leave the courtroom. Right. And then did, didn't Hartman say he uh, stated that he quietly sat in the gallery of the courtroom and did not interrupt uh, Walker while he was on the bench? Well, you see, that's where they came in with, with, a, with a play on their words. And there's things that are going to lead up to how I proved he wasn't truthful with that. He was sitting uh, in the audience, but then he got up and attempted to approach the judge. So when he was told if he didn't quieten his voice, he didn't, he didn't go back to his, his seat. That's when he refused uh, to obey a, a lawful order in the courtroom. Yeah, it, it does say that Hartman never crossed the bar of the courtroom and then that uh, you, Deputy Broussard, arrested Hartman and placed him in a holding cell without informing him of his charges. During that time, Broussard confiscated Hartman's belongings, including a recording device. That's that correct? correct. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if Peter read the sign before he entered the, uh, the courtroom, uh, there was a notice out there, no electronics, uh, electronic devices allowed in the courtroom. So uh, incidental to arrest, uh, it was in his, uh, found on his person. Uh, so, but did you, um, did you wind up, downloading the contents of that recording device no i didn't download it i mean <laughs> that's another play that they tried to bring into this uh i made a now, made now, a when you say play i'm looking at the court documents here yeah well uh uh that's an accusation brought by his employer there that's that's uh what, what are you are you reading the uh probable cause affidavit or are you uh are you reading the lawsuit he filed? Uh, I'm reading the court documents number 09-190-00053. Yeah. That, Stephen Hartman versus Stephen Broussard. Correct. That See, that's his accusation. It's false. He lost that. That was untrue. Do you have, do you, do you, do you have the evidence for that? Uh, yeah, I mean, not with, not on me, but yeah, that's all that's been dismissed. Uh, uh, he, he he lost that lawsuit. So you did not obtain his recording device uh, illegally, basically by obstruction of obstruction of justice. No, that's that is correct. You're correct. I did not. Uh, so he 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 lost every bit of uh, of those accusations.
and, and this is why you say that uh, that the the Tiki Department, great name. Um, <laughs> that's why they hired you is because all of this has been disproven. Well, well, that's not why they hired me. I think why they hired me is well. well, well I'm saying they didn't not hire you. Sorry, my bad for the language there. What I meant, what I meant was, is that they they looked at that evidence and they looked at that um, the way the judge ruled it, and, and everybody looked at it and said you, it would all it was all false claims. So yeah, I said, that, okay, well, he's a good officer, so let's hire him. Yeah, basically, I was exonerated from any wrongdoing. That's correct. Okay, and you have evidence of that. Oh yeah, I mean, there's run a criminal history on me. I have I have no criminal background, and. Okay. Um, can you send me the uh, the the paperwork or pictures of what you're allowed to show? Uh, I'm trying to think. I, well, I mean, all I can do is run a criminal history on myself and send it to you, showing that I have no criminal background. I, it's uh, uh, so I, I, I'm guessing that that speaks for itself. Uh, all right, but but if you can come up or, you know, ask an associate, I'm sure you are probably have a friend that's knowledgeable in law, ask what document he wants, and I'll obtain it and send it to you. All right. I, yeah, I don't yeah, want to do mention that. any names. I, I never did hear. Yeah, it. We don't need names. I'm just looking for, you know, a government document saying that you were cleared of all these charges. Yeah, uh, we see when when uh, when a record's expunged, there are no documents because it basically never happened. Does that make sense? No, I have I have a long list of criminal charges, and I can obtain those criminal charges via document, even the ones that are expunged. Yeah, I understand. See, and I have none. I, I don't have any criminal charges, so there wouldn't be any document. Uh, there would be court documentation, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, on the civil lawsuit that he filed? On all of it. Okay. Well, the civil lawsuit, there would be uh, documentation that his lawsuit was dismissed uh, because of lack of supporting evidence. Uh, but I can't give you anything on me uh, on a criminal record because I don't have one. I got you. You, you uh, see what I, I'm I, saying? Sure. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I'm just, uh, I'm very familiar with the court system because I've been involved for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, Not, not as much anymore other than on behalf of other people (laughs) that are going through court things because I've worked in rehabs for you know a long time now as well. Yeah. And and um, I'm sorry to hear that. And I, I think your record in a lot of cases, uh, some of it can be expunged. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Most of mine has been expunged, but I can still retrieve those records. I can still go get that door court documentation. Uh, well, now if you expunge your record, it should wipe out. It, it should wipe it all out. There should be nothing there showing that you were ever arrested. Uh, uh, a complete expungement means your record is clean. You can, you, uh, you can honestly say you've never been arrested if you're, uh, uh, if your record's been expunged, if your arrest has been expunged. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, I, uh, you know what? Uh, I like this comment here from Sarah Sanders Baker. Uh, he's trying to tell you of uh, corruption in the police department. Any chance you're able, you're about to get to that. So let's talk about that. What, what did you expose? 
Okay, well, uh, I began to, uh, to find out about uh, overexpenditures on budgets and uh, theft out of evidence lockers, th uh, th uh, theft from uh, narcotics. Uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. There, there's hardly a, uh, a criminal offense that wasn't committed by the department. I mean, short of child molestation or murder, I mean, there wasn't any of that. But uh, uh, anything else was was pretty much fair game uh, at that department. Drink, uh, drinking and drug use on duty. Uh, I mean, it just, well, and, and basically there were sexual assaults. As far as I'm concerned, the, the narcotics division, uh, not all of them, uh, but uh, some of them uh, would only, uh, we'll see what they wouldn't do. They wouldn't make an arrest on a female because then she's considered in custody. But what they do is, is uh, the uh, technically take her into custody because she's found in possession of narcotics. And then, uh, and, and see, and I still don't know how they can get by with this. So, you know, they tell her, well, if you don't give me 10 names of people that are using uh, narcotics, uh, that judge wants to put you under the jail. Well, the judge doesn't have anything to do with it at that point. So what they're doing is they're setting her up because, you know, she, well, she's not going to give up her friends. Well, uh, you need to come out and ride with me and do some by bus, you know, uh, and, and see if we can get you out of this. Well, you know where it's going. So technically she hadn't been arrested. Uh, they, they coax her into having sex. And uh, I, I found that to be, I, I believe that's wrong. Yeah, uh, that is wrong. Uh, I agree with you 100%. The only issue I also have is that that seems to be pretty uh, common among the uh, police Well, department. and yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know about other departments, but I know it was at the one I was at. Right. Uh, and so when you spoke out against all this, you brought it to court, right? No, uh, no. That You see, that's it wouldn't be accepted there. What would have to happen is, is you report that to uh, you through the uh, chain of command and basically i was told that that none of that's is is happening i said i know it's happening i, I hear them talk and uh and i've seen what's happening and so well you need to see somebody higher up well you know all the way up to the sheriff and he just told me i need to mind my own business and go back to work i said well this is my business so, uh, and that's why I go back to uh, Texas with its at-will employment. So what they'll do is, is they'll just make up a bogus uh, internal complaint on you uh, and terminate your employment. Um, and that's what and, happened to you? Yeah, and it's, it's their hopes of being able to get you to shut up, thinking you'll, but I wouldn't leave it alone. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I continue to report it. I, I, I continue to document it. And uh, I, I tried to make the public aware of what's happening. So uh, let me ask you this question, though. Didn't uh, didn't Jeff's, uh, Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, Internal Affairs Department, investigate you and found your conduct and recommended that you be terminated? Or is that not true? That's No, that's not true. 
what they did is is they uh, they rec they uh, believed that I mishandled evidence that was on the Hartman arrest, and uh, because they were told, see that's another thing, they're at the mercy of the department too. So they were basically told, you better do it this way, or the sheriff isn't going to be happy with it. Well, they voted not to fire me, but said I needed to go and attend an evidence handling school, and then so. Uh, that was their recommendation. So when I went, but the sheriff has the last say, so that in the contract, that's every paragraph, that's the last sentence. The sheriff has last say, so. So basically a contract is worthless. So I go in front of the sheriff uh, after this kangaroo court uh, IED hearing, and he, uh, he says that uh, I've been reading through this and it don't look good. And he says, so uh, I'm going to recommend termination on you. And I'm looking like at him like he's got lobsters crawling out of his ears. I said, what do you mean you're going to recommend? You're, you're the one in charge. Oh, yeah, well, I, I, well I'm, what I'm saying is that I, I'm going to fire you. I'm going to terminate you because I believe you're a liar. And he had a stack, the stack of documents in front of him. And I said, well, show me where I'm a liar at. And he says, well, it don't matter. That's just what I believe. So uh, I was terminated. And then I left there. Uh, do, do you have documentation of him saying this to you? Uh, no, that was in a, uh, that was just, so, there's no, there's no court so, reporter or you just so show there's up. No and, there's no human resources personnel no, in the room when you get no. terminated from a job at the sheriff's office. That's correct. There's no, no documentation. Fact, that you're, that's correct. There's not. In fact, that's been that was one of my complaints. There is uh, uh, there's a human resource department at Jefferson County, and that was one of my complaints. It's wasted money because when we go to them with a complaint, they say you work for an elected official. There's nothing we can do for you. A, a, a waste of taxpayer dollars. Right. Okay. But now you have no documentation. Yeah, no, well, that's being another, terminated of those of those words, all that yeah. stuff has to be written down. Well, it should be, but see, that's the way they operate. They're not gonna see. That was another thing they're mad about. I, mean, I do have documentation. I recorded uh, much of this. I, I'm not gonna release that though. But you just have to take me at my word. I'm not a liar about that. Uh, and that was uh, to protect, in hopes of protecting my family. But that. That's one of my complaints is because you just go in there. You have no defense. They just tell you, well, uh, you're terminated. Uh, and uh, that's just the way it is. So you get a, uh, a law enforcement officer halfway through his career. He's not going to take a chance on being terminated. He's going to do what these, these people tell him to do, whether it's right or wrong. That was another one of my complaints. If you know, if that makes mm. sense. Yep, I get it. So, um, in the it, we only got a couple of minutes left here. Give us the uh, final wrap up of what you think exactly happened and what you want everyone to hear. Well, what I'd like everyone to hear is is that law enforcement isn't out there uh, attempting to destroy the citizens in this country. There's a lot of us out here that want to help, and if you give us a chance and talk to us, I know the Libertarian Party. Uh, I've met a lot of negativity 
uh, from people believing that all police officers are corrupt. I think if they would get with some of us, we could change their mind about that and show them where they need to uh, start requesting freedom of information and checking into their police departments that would help protect this, uh, the citizens of the community. Outstanding thing. And you know what? Look, there's not a lot of, well, let me say this. Not all libertarians feel that same way. I well, get no, that no, you're going to meet yeah, some friction. It's, it's a duopoly of the Democrats and the Republicans also. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. You're going to meet some friction with us, but, um, you know, overall we're about the individual. And as long as, you know, you're showing respect and we're showing respect and then, then everything's good. And, but, you know, there's going to be some friction when you, you know, talk to the Libertarian Party. So I understand but, um, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Anything else you want to get out before we get off of here? Well, no, uh, not tonight, but uh, I thought it would run a little longer. But if you would like more information later and would like to get into some more of this, I'm available at any time. Very good. Well, what we might do is I might set up a round table and get a few people and we might uh, just throw ideas around and, and just kind of pitch each other concepts and see how it goes. Sure. If you need the information and the evidence how to fix some of this, I'd be more than happy to give it to you. That would be fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Well, there it is. You heard it from him. We asked him the questions. He seemed to have answers. So hopefully what we can do is use even uh, at least a little bit of what he's talking about and try to uncover some more corruption in other police departments. Cause we obviously know it's happening. It's true. You know, um, regardless of each individual experience and how it worked out, we understand that there's obviously full corruption within our police departments everywhere. So we absolutely have to have whistleblowers and people that are going to speak up within their departments, within their communities. And then also it's a, it's equally as important that we highlight the people that are doing good, right? That's super important that we highlight the people that are the, the cops, the everybody. It doesn't matter who it is. That's the part of being anti-collectivist. You know, if it's your McDonald's worker, if it's your sheriff's department, if it's your grocery store, it doesn't matter. It's important to highlight people for when they do good. And it's important to criticize people for when they are not doing good. So that crosses all boundaries. It transcends everything. Love y'all. Have a good evening. I will see y'all soon. Next Cajun time, next Cajun channel. I'm out. <laughs>